Morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. And today we'll get a deeper understanding of the Word of God. So if you have your Bibles today, uh, turn to the book of Acts, chapter 2. And we'll read 1 through 6. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were all sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men, from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speaking in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? So brothers and sisters, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit to send a message to the world then and now. And they were able to speak the language of these other nations that were gathered there for this feast, this annual feast. Today, the message is the power of the Holy Spirit, and we're going to learn about double the Holy Spirit, all right? So now what happens here is, first off, let me explain. In the Old Testament, before Jesus comes from heaven to die for our sins, was buried and arose and left the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, and if you're saved today, you have the Holy Spirit in you. We have it 24-7, all right? But in the prior to Jesus coming, the Holy Spirit was only given temporarily as needed to the prophets and some kings, like King David. So we'll learn more about the Holy Spirit and how powerful it is and about double the Spirit. So turn with me to Acts Chapter 4, 29 through 31, and it reads, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. So what's happened is Peter and, and John, they had uh, performed a miracle, but it was through God. God did the miracle, but they prayed for the miracle and it was done. And then they ridiculed them and told them that they were not to preach in the name of Jesus. But they boldly said, are we going to obey man or God? So they released them. And now they're all gathered together, the apostles, the disciples. And they're praying to the Lord. Verse 30. By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, 
the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. With boldness, brothers and sisters. That's what we all want to do. But you see, on the day of Pentecost, they received the Holy Spirit. And now here they pray again, and they receive another dose of the Holy Spirit. Double the Holy Spirit. And with that power of the Holy Spirit, they're able to speak boldly wherever they go. You know, remember Peter, Jesus tells Peter he's going to deny him three times. He says, no, not me, Lord. But he does, right? Yeah. But then after Jesus dies and is buried and arose and he leaves the Comforter and on the day of Pentecost he receives the Holy Spirit, then he speaks boldly. All of the apostles speak boldly for the Lord. They all die for the Lord. If they would have denied Jesus, we wouldn't have Christianity today. But they went to their death because they knew it was true. And they were not going to deny the Lord. And they were going to speak boldly unto their death. And you and I, brothers and sisters, have to do the same. But to do that, we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. So now, we're going to go to the old Hebrew text, the Old Testament. We turn to 2 Kings uh, chapter 2. We'll read 8 through 11. And what we're looking at here is Elijah, he's a powerful prophet. And he has the Holy Spirit when needed. He does some amazing things. And so now we'll pick it up in 8. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water, which is the Jordan River. And it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. The two of them is Elijah with a J, and Elisha with S-H. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be a part of sisters. And he wants double of it. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. See me when I am taken from you. It shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Wow, this is amazing. This is powerful. This is the power of the Lord. Amen? Amen. And so now, Elijah saw and reading from verse 13 and 14, he also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him, and he went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elijah crossed over. 
Amen. What does that remind you of? Moses? Yeah. Parting the Red Sea. Is anything too hard for our God? Nothing. Nothing is too hard for God. And you can have that power through the Holy Spirit. But you need to pray. Pray for that Holy Spirit. Pray for double the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Right, so now I'm going to show you what happens here. We turn to 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm going to read 33 through 35. And let me set the stage. There's this woman who knows Elisha is a man of God. Tells her husband, let's, let's put together a room for him so when he's in the area, we can host him. House is worthy. So they do. And so Elisha, you know, feels compelled, you know, is there anything you need, you want? She says, you know, I'm barren. I, I don't have any children. So Elijah prays and tells her, this time next year, you will have a baby. And sure enough, she gets a child. Child starts to grow, time passes. Well, the child dies. So she, she has her servants put together a mule, and she goes to find the man of God, Elijah. And she finds him. And we'll pick it up in 33. So she finds him and she tells him what's happened. Please come. Elijah sends his servant to take the staff to touch the, the young boy, thinking it, it might revive him. But it doesn't. So he goes. And he went in, therefore, shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. And he went up and laid on the child and put his mouth on his mouth, his eyes on his eyes, his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself out on the child and the flesh of the child became warm. He returned and walked back and forth in the house. And again, he went up and stretched himself out on him. Then the child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. Man, that's the power of God. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Double the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. Are you hearing me? Amen. Scripture tells us that Jesus had unmeasurable amounts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can understand that, right? It's part of God, comes in human form to die the sacrificial a death, a painful death for you and I in human form. But he's the Lord, right? He's part of God. He's going to have a measurable amount of the Holy Spirit. Baptized by John the Baptist. And the Holy Spirit descends in the form of like a dove lands on him. Right? From that point on, he has the Holy Spirit unmeasurable. And that's when the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, takes him to the wilderness and he is tempted by the devil. If Jesus is tempted, do you not know you will be tempted? Amen. But he withstands the temptation through the power of the Holy Spirit by using the Word of God to rebuke the devil. And you need to do the same thing. In Isaiah chapter 6, and we'll start reading from verse 1. 
In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphims, which is angels. Each one had six wings, and two he had covered his face, with two covered his feet, and two he flew. One cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Whoa, it's powerful, isn't it? Amen. Now, Scripture tells us no one can see God the Father and live. But He lives. Who is He seeing? He's seeing Jesus, Yeshua. Before he's incarnated in human form on earth to die for you and me. Yeah. Then one of the seraphims flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged. As I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. And he said, Go. You see, before the Lord baptizes Elijah with the fire so that he can do the job that God wants him to do. He's not prepared. He's worried that he's going to die. He's not worthy. And uh, his lips, unclean lips, he won't be able to speak on behalf of the Lord. Uh, but when the Lord touches him with fire on his tongue, God wants him to do to please God today. You believe God came down from heaven, incarnated, died for your sins and mine, was buried in a rose, and you've repented of your sins. As Acts 2.38 says, repent and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And you've received the Holy Spirit. You've changed to live for the Lord. Every morning, thank Him for filling you with that Holy Spirit. And every morning, ask for double the Holy Spirit. Amen? Look at it like this. You have a car. Keep gas in it. If you don't, it doesn't run. It can't do the job you want that car to do unless you put the gas in it. So every morning, brothers and sisters, thank that Lord. Thank the Lord, our Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name, for filling you with that Holy Spirit. And has to be filled up. Double the Holy Spirit.
as the Lord desires to give you. Amen? Amen. So I hope you're enriched with this message, brothers and sisters. And remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus, in your heart and we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday forever and ever. Amen.